Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Uh, it's shape-shifting, it's got a book, it might look like a real beefcake. No, it's not Aquaman voo-voo noises. <laughs> They're not our demon. I am not an answering service. I don't beat feet. This is good wood. Flubber. All the fucking campus brochures are a lie. Duncan, dead? Nuts! She's she transferred here from Whoville. Sorry guys, I love you. Yeah, I just have nothing to contribute to this. <laughs> hey! Stay safe out there. We care about you, and not just because you're our target demographic. What do you say we take a little break from the world at large and address that massive cliffhanger from episode 146? Okay? Great. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the race was on. Knowing Shydove's location and that they have the book, the party set off at a run to catch them. However, Shydove knew they were being spied on and also ran. Their paths all converged on the top floor of the professor's housing and saw Shydove and Olash go crashing through a plate glass window together. During the airborne struggle, Olash lost her grip and began to fall. 
Luckily, Cassian had followed them out the window via his boots of levitation and caught her on the way down. Unluckily, Shydov continued floating. Once the party reconvened on the ground, they ran in the direction Shydov had been traveling, or in Olash's case, bounded. Olash arrived first, finding a wayfish first-year student clutching a large book by a stream. Knowing that her quarry is a shapeshifter and recognizing the book from Yarfik's scrying spell, she darted forward and grabbed it, quickly apologizing, and used her ring of jumping to leap 60 feet back to the party. Shydov then dropped their disguise and fired off an eldritch blast at Olash and Cassian. And that is where we pick up. Shydov, you are on the bank of the stream by the edge of the school's property. The rest of you are in a clump 60 feet away from Shydov between the stream and the Quandutch field. Professor Wigglebarrow is still with you. Olash is currently in possession of the book. Let's roll initiative. While you all are rolling initiative for the benefit of our listeners, we are using a map for this battle uh, that, as of you hearing this, will be available on both our Instagram and Facebook so you can follow along. Okay, 20. 16. 56. I got seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lindsay, your dice aren't as lucky when I'm not there to knock them off the table. They really aren't. It's true. They're, well, they're gravity activated, as we all know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and Professor Wigglebarrow got a natural 20 on his. Good interest. for Ooh. Professor. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, have some respect for the academic institution. <laughs> yes, please, for once in your life. I refuse. It cast me out. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, so, uh, just so we are all aware of our exact positioning. Yes. Shydov is currently at F2, F as in Frank. And the party is all in a clump uh, around K16, which sounds like a mountain. Oh. Clumping is not our best strategy historically. Generally, so we will Whoa. dive in with Professor Wigglebarrow. So, Professor Wigglebarrow, the gnome, uh, of course, having seen the um, uh, both Cassian and Olash just uh, get hit with that bolt, uh, goes and looks out uh, to see where this attack came from. He has a, a little bit of trouble seeing because he doesn't actually have dark vision. Um, so he looks out and and he can't quite see exactly where that that beam came from. So he is going to cast create bonfire uh, about uh, <laughs> well we'll say maybe 20 feet in front of you all. Uh, he casts Create Bonfire uh, and makes a bonfire there and it illuminates a lot of the space all around you. How big is that bonfire? 20 feet, you say? Uh, 20 feet ahead of you, yes. The bonfire is a five-foot cube. Okay. About 20 feet up from you, there is now a bonfire. That is his turn. Otherwise, he is looking around, seeing what's what. Uh, Cassian, you are up. Oh. Uh, can I see where this hit is coming from? Uh, so you are wearing your monocle of night, correct? Mm -hmm. Which gives you 15 yes. feet of dark vision. Yes, naturally. Uh, and then you go, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I did the voice the whole time. <laughs> uh, and with the light from the bonfire, uh, you still would not be able to see. Okay, that's not optimal. Um, 
I guess I'm gonna try to declump a bit. Um, it, we said it, it, that lets me see 15 feet, is that what you said? Correct, one five. Okay. And you said that the Quandich field doesn't really provide cover per se? It's a low wall. The wall is maybe uh, two feet high. What about the goals? Uh, the goals are, are like flat on the ground. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I was picturing big old hoops. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> a different game that is copywritten. <laughs> You idiot. That's like you've never seen a uh, Quan Dutch game. Not everyone. <laughs> we didn't all go to college, Aaron. Some of us learned on the streets. I thought, all right. I thought you were a nobleman. I guess I'm going to hide behind the practice dummy on the, uh, uh, the, the evocation pitch over to the left. And gosh, what even can I do with this turn? I suppose. The far left one? Yes. I guess I will... We're all in a clump, right? Everybody's just right around here? Yes. All right. All right. I'm going to say, Olash, you are the, a big green jumping machine, and I <laughs> have every confidence in you. And I give her an inspiration. Okay. You're inspired. Oh, wait. Did you use up the inspiration yet or no? That you already had. I... Well, I think I did. Okay, well, then we'll say I give you another one. Okay. And your, your inspiration dies at D8 now? It is... Let me just check. It might be D10 by now, actually. Oh, no, it's D8. Okay, so you, uh, Olash, have a D8 you can add to any D20 roll in the next 10 minutes. Uh, that it, Cassian? Yep, that's me. Olash, I guess I'll, yeah. you're up. I'm going to notch my... I'm going to take my bow, because I don't sure. want to be, like, outlined by Aja's tier and super easy to see. Sure. So you stow Aja's tear, you take out your bow and knock an arrow. Mm -hmm. uh, Olash, you're up. Okay, um, so I I still have the book, correct? Correct. I am going to turn to Awen and just kind of shove it at her. Oh, okay. Um, and then I am going to move... How far can I move? Okay. Um, I'm going to move closer to Shidov. Wait, where? No, where did the map go? Okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you many can windows. See Shidov. You can You, with your dark vision, you can see she's. Uh, Shidov is just on the edge of your vision by the street. Okay. You also already knew where they were, so kind of the same location. Okay. I, I mean, I just want to get, like, as close to her as I can in this one turn, I guess. So I don't know if that would be jumping or uh, Well, what, your, dashing. your speed is 40. 40. You haven't raged yet. That would be mm -mm. 50. Um, she is 60 feet away. Okay. So you could, if you, like, backed up a bit, you could take a running leap and jump and be, like, right up in her grill. Okay. I guess I'll, I guess I'll do that. I said as close to her as possible, right? That's what, I mean, I, you don't have to do that. I'm no, just no, I have to. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's my <laughs> only choice. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to put you at uh, G2. Great. Uh, and... Uh, you still have an action. Still have an action. Um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I guess I'm. I'm going to say handing the book to Eowyn was a free action. Okay, cool. Um, then I am going to uh, uh, take a swing 
at her. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Not, yeah. not, 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 <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna do it. Okay. Um, do it. Not gonna do put it. any. Uh, not putting any stank on it. Yeah. This um, is a stankless hit. <laughs> it's a very sweet smelling hit. It's a stankless in, job, but somebody's got to no, do no it. Is it no rage? Is that what we're saying? Uh, well, no rage, no, no mercy, or no misery, oh, rather. Okay, gotcha. So that would be a twenty-one. Twenty-one. So that is a twenty-one well, on you, Lindsay. Yeah. You have an AC of seventeen. Yes. But you are also still wearing that cloak. Oh, yes. You also also have the Entropic Ward, I believe. I also also do. So it's up to you if you want to enact either of those. Hmm. I'm going to use the cloak. Okay. So, uh, Olash, uh, mm-hmm. roll again. You have okay. disadvantage. Ooh, okay, that is a 17. 17, meets Damn it. Meets. Damn it. Okay. All right. All right, so that would be 1d12 plus 5. And I rolled an 11, so that's 16. So 16 points okay. of damage. Uh, you land and immediately with your axe already out, given that your hands are free from having shoved the book towards Eowyn. Uh, you land, and Shydov's form, as you begin to swing, just like sort of flickers for a moment. You're, you're momentarily unsure of their exact location, uh, but you follow through with your swing, and you end up sort of biting it into that like chitinous armor on uh, on Shydov's side. Ha! <laughs> Suck it, Lindsay. I mean, take that, <laughs> demon! <laughs> uh, uh, so do attack. I... Yeah, okay, that's what I was about to ask. Yep. Um, great. Just same thing. S- doing it again. Uh, with disadvantage, that's gonna be... Oof. Oh, yeah, that doesn't hit. So you don't necessarily have disadvantage on this one. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, that's uh, 26. 26. Now, Lindsay, mm-hmm. you've already used the cloak. Mm-hmm. You also have the Entropic Ward, which you can use once. That's okay. Okay, so you're just going to take it? Cool. Yeah. I respect that. <laughs> okay, that is 13. So 13, uh, another 13 points of damage, should I say. So was it 29 total in one round? Not too shabby. Yeah. Uh, so you, again, swing, and this time no flicker in the form, uh, and your axe bites into that demonic uh, sort of question mark flesh. You're not really sure because it's still got that sort of like weird see-through property to it. And as I as I hit, I say, sorry, old dove! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do notice that the expression on Shydov's face and the expression on Ildov's face within this sort of demonic cocoon uh, mirror each other exactly. So when the demon mm. sort of gives a pained expression, Ildov's face on the inside has that same expression. No. Okay. Uh, I just want to make you feel bad. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> What's that feel like for Ildov on the the mind bed? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, the, it's, the mind. Pre- <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the movie Hellraiser? Uh, yes, I have. You know yes, that whole like pain is pleasure thing that the Cenobites mm-hmm. do. It's kind of like that. Cool. I was worried it was going to be something creepy, but no, thanks. no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's real wholesome. 
Uh, Yarfik, you're up. Oh, uh, I yelled to Awen, get the book inside. Get it away I, from here. Okay. And, um, <laughs> That's our big I'm guns, gonna, man. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, but we need to get this thing off the field. Otherwise, we're going to have no chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I, that's what Yarfrey's going to yell. He's going to call up his uh, packed weapon okay. and have a, a hammer just envelop out of his arm and into his other hand. And then I'm going to dash. So I'm going not straight through the bonfire, but kind of trying to get as close to where Ildov is as I can. So heading straight up and then like zip around the bonfire, staying in like J and heading up J as far as I can. So that's 50 feet. Okay. So you're in uh, J6. Six. Cool. Uh, next up is Shydove. Oh boy. Well. Uh. Did I? So did I hear any of that? Any of what Yarfik just said to Eowyn? Yes. Uh, kind of unlikely, but give me a perception roll for shits and giggles. Okay, okay. I was behind a bonfire and I was close to Aaron. Yeah, bonfires famously deafen noises. They're loud. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Oh, also, I am playing my tambourine right in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a 16. 16? Yeah. Mm, not really. I mean, yeah. you might have, with your vision, you would have seen them, like, talk, mm-hmm. but you probably didn't hear anything they had to say. Did I see. Uh, Olash hand off the book? Yes, that you would have seen. Excellent. And you can clearly see now that Eowyn is left standing there holding the book and Olash clearly does not have it. Okay. I was trying to, sorry. I was trying to use uh, chess pieces to (laughs) like, as like minis, um, but it's messing with the screen. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Awen is at. Uh, Awen is currently at L sixteen. Okay, so I have uh, I have Yarfik and Olash all up in my grill. Uh, Yarfik is still about uh, twenty feet away from you, but Olash is right there. Well, I guess I'm just gonna blast it and split the beam. Okay, at the two of them. Yeah. Cool. You don't have to call us it. Jesus. <laughs> really rude. I meant more like blast my rod. Uh, oh. Oh. It, oh, no. <laughs> go back, go back. <laughs> Never mind. Call I'm me gonna... it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, That is a uh, 30. <laughs> to hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one does th- is that at? That's at Olash. Does that beat your AC? <laughs> I, it, Sam, <laughs> don't don't do this to me. Oh so damn! And uh, a fifteen. Yarfit? That does not beat my AC. <sighs> no wait, no no wait. It matches it. Never mind. Oh no, yes! What? I forgot. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't have my shield, sorry. Yes! Uh, so you might have hit. gotten some dope shit from this warlock transformation. <laughs> I'd give up a lot, though. I'm not the yeah. Okay, so that's... I know. What is that? Two... D... 
One D10. So a, a D10 for each plus charisma. Plus my charisma, yeah. Okay, that's a 10. Okay, so 10 points of uh, force damage on Olash. 10 for each of them. Oh, 10 for each of them. Great, that's easy to parse out. Uh, Twinsies. So 10 <laughs> points of damage. Uh, and then you still can make two pincer attacks. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, sorry, Olash. <laughs> We're both just like hitting each other and apologizing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Sorry. Okay, oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Did that hurt? I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Uh, that's a fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does not. Right. I have those things. Yeah, that doesn't hit. Okay. Just barely. Okay. And uh, 23. Yeah, that hits. 16 bludgeoning damage. Yikes. Okay. Okay, so you let off the Eldritch Blast. You you blast your rod right in their faces um, (laughs) and uh, hits each of them, and then you follow that up. Uh, You swing with one pincer, uh, but uh, Olash is able to dodge out of the way. She's actually a little off balance from the Eldritch Blast hit. Uh, so you you catch nothing but air with that one, but with your other one, you swing, uh, catch her right in the side uh, for 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Ouchies. Ouchies. Olash is not looking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Health-wise. Uh, yeah, no, she's still hot. Um. <laughs> if anything, this works for her. <laughs> uh, purple is her color. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eowyn, you are. Uh, yes, I I am. Um, okay, I have a few options here. Well, Sam, where's the nearest building to me? Uh, the nearest building to you would be back across the Quandutch field itself. Yes, I simply don't have time. Um, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Okay. And uh, you know, no. Here's what I'm going to do. Wait a second. Uh, three illusory. So I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Mm-hmm. Wait, first, is the Quandutch Field sand covered? Uh, it is. Uh, it's actually stone. Oh, never mind. Uh, uh, that would have. This my idea would have been great if it was sand. Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna do something fun. Uh, okay. Well, in any case, I will cast Mirror Image, and then uh, the four different versions of me will disperse. Yeah. And then uh, there's not much else I can do. Uh, Yeah, I don't have any other bonus actions that I feel like I would want to cast right now. So... Yes, that's that that that'll be it. I'm going to have each of them like fan out mm-hmm. as far like just scatter a bit and behind things and away from 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 people. Okay, cool. So you uh, cast mirror image uh, and summon your four duplicates, uh, and they w- taking serpentine routes all sort of scatter. To play this like shell game of where yes. is a win in the book. Uh, great. Uh, are you yourself staying put? Otherwise, no. I'm going to uh, w- m- me myself. I'm going to sort of see if I can 
uh, gain any sort of cover from that bush over by 16B. Sure. Lindsay, you didn't hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You get to about uh, F16. Uh, and now that you're in a jet, uh, I mean, yeah, you can right? I can go wherever I want. <laughs> Idol champions of the Forgotten Realms code time. Here we go. S H O O D O A B A S P S. That code again is Shoe Doeb Asps, and it's good until July 28th. It's easy to remember. Just imagine that you bit your tongue while trying to get rid of some snakes. Shoe dobe asps. Now, back to the show. Uh, so next up is Professor Wigglebarrow as we get back to the top of the round. Uh, Professor Wigglebarrow, seeing all of these uh, things happen, uh, seeing uh, the direction that oh, Yarfik... Oh, you know what? Can mm-hmm. I retcon something really quickly? Sure. I'm going to use uh, Misty Step to get behind that bush. Okay. Yeah. That is acceptable. So you're at J16 now, or whatever it was? Yeah. Or, no, uh, B16? Mm-hmm. And cool. Cool. So... Uh, and where is Wigglebarrow standing? Uh, Wigglebarrow is at K17 currently. K17, okay. So, uh, knowing that this creature is in that sort of general area... Wigglebarrow is now uh, thinking of containment. He's like, we need to, we need to keep this creature. In knowing everything that he knows, we've got to keep this creature sort of away from the school and in an area, but we don't necessarily want to kill it because um, he knows what you're trying to do. So he is going to cast Wall of Fire, oh! and oh. in his oh. <laughs> voice, he says, "Wall of Fire, Wall of Fire, Wall of Fire." <laughs> It's not just a clever name. Uh, so it is 60 feet long, one foot wide, and 20 feet high. Uh, starting at B2, uh, it's going to form and sort of loop uh, in sort of like a lazy arc all the way around to uh, K2. Um, so it just oh, shit. contains Olash and Yarfik. Uh, oh, so no. It goes around that large tree. Oof. Um, and, and oh, wait, up to shit. The, the it's looping. Itself. Oh, God. Wait, can you... Thanks sorry. a lot, Wigglebarrow. So it's going down around, like, cutting into the map? Correct. So starting Ugh. at B2, going down around that tree next to the stream, and then back up to K2. And Yarfik is in there, too. Yarfik is right? just inside the wall, yes. Okay. It's a little hot on my back right now. He's He couldn't hear it over the... Bon- the bonfire is still so loud uh, that course. he couldn't hear anything. More bonfire, more like loud fire. That's good. That's good. Yep. That's good. I know. That's quality content. <laughs> I'm glad I stayed, uh, stayed on for that one. Uh, but yeah, out. so the wall of fire is there, and otherwise he is going to move forward his his entire movement speed. So he is going uh, right next to the bonfire, which is J11. So he is now at J11. He's wiggling his barrow. He is doing exactly that. The upside is that now that whole area is illuminated. Hmm. Um, but, you know, there's like a 20-foot high wall of fire. 
Right. Can I actually see through that? <laughs> or, uh, like, how how dense is it? Um, it is uh, one foot wide and twenty feet high, um, and it is just arcane flame. So. Oh, probably not. But you know what? I will let you make a perception roll. Okay. Do I have to wait for my turn or should I? It is your turn now. Oh, sick. Okay. Well, that simplifies matters. Uh... (laughs) It's a natural one. It was teetering right on the edge of a 17, and then it just... (laughs) So looking forward, you, you see him cast this very impressive spell, which you've only seen cast once before by Eowyn. Um, and and in, in an instant, you're like, well, now I can't, I have no chance of seeing. So you stare forward trying to look, but then you realize you're staring into the bonfire. <laughs> great, great. And uh, now, you, now there's this like flashing purple dot in your vision in front of you. Ooh. All right. Well, I gotta, I feel like I gotta get in there. I gotta do something. So Here's what that's gonna look like, um, or here's what I'd like to try, Sam. You tell me, sure. tell me if this is really Cassian's capabilities. I want to take a running start and jump and click my levitation boots as I'm jumping, so that the forward motion of the jump pro- keeps propelling me forward, and I can like clear the wall of fire with the levitation. Can I do that, um, or can I attempt that? You can absolutely attempt that. Um, I am going to ask you to roll acrobatics. Acrobatics, okay. Uh, cool. I think I have pretty decent stats for that. Let me see where I'm at. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Holy God, okay. Uh, that is a nine. Okay, so <sighs> you uh, peel out from behind the... Uh, the target dummy that you're standing behind. You go mm-hmm. running forward, mm-hmm. and uh, with your with the, the area now illuminated so you can see, mm-hmm. uh, you click your boots of levitation and you go running forward just a little bit more, and then at the, the last possible moment, you just jump, <sighs> hoping to propel yourself both up and forward. Um, mm-hmm. But because of the shifting of the flame at the top of the wall, you just ever so slightly misjudge the distance and you make it about 15 feet up before you hit the wall itself. Great, Um, cool. So, unfortunately, the wall does 5d8 fire. Oh, oh God. Okay. Cassian, why have you done that? (laughs) (laughs) It was way cooler in my head. Uh, So that is 19 points of fire damage. That could have been way worse. (laughs) All right. Uh, so you get 19 I mean, points of great. fire damage. Uh, you are on fire. Oh, um, less, and, even, even less and great. And you are, on your next turn, you will be colliding with a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could probably catch yourself in, but... Yeah. Catch know. the tree on fire. Well, not automatically, right? Uh, not automatically, no. But possibly after a short time. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call that your turn. Yeah. That was <laughs> seems, seems right. Would you seems like right. to do anything else? No, I think I'm ready. I gotta take stock, sort of re-examine my choices. Uh, Olash, you are up. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, this wall of fire really kind of messed with my plans. Um, is it possible 
for me to like disengage with Shidev mm-hmm. and uh, I guess jump oh, I don't want to do what Cassian just did I'm so scared after <laughs> hearing all that um, imagine but... me watching two of my teammates in a row just <laughs> jump into a wall of fire I'd be like what? hold on you do have a, a you know an inspiration bonus die, a bonus die yeah, yeah. Okay, so so can I try to jump away, like, over the wall of fire without getting an attack of opportunity from Shidev? Uh, if you use your action to disengage and okay. then your movement to jump, yes. Okay. All right, so I want to I jump, like, just to the other side of the fire wall. Okay. Like, like maybe M... Two-ish. Okay. Yeah. After disengaging. Okay. Cool. So you, uh, brandishing your axe in front of you, you back off very carefully, uh, so that um, Shidov can't get a free hit on you. Uh, and then when you get to about I uh, two, um, you turn around and run so that you can make that that long and high jump, which I believe your high jump with the jump spell is what twenty four feet. Uh, yeah, that say. sounds right. Um, so yeah, you are able to uh, clear it. Uh, give me, give me an athletics check for, okay. for the landing. So that is a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So you uh, you leap. I uh, sort of like flail and try to scrunch yourself up into a ball when you get to the top because you definitely don't want your tootsies burned. Um, you land kind of like hard on your feet on the other side, um, but just like a simple stretch and you're able to stand up normally. You are officially on the other side of the flames. Okay. Uh, Yarfik. Uh, I'm going to keep my distance from Shydov. Mm-hmm. Crap, I'm stuck. Um, all right. Uh, basically, um, yeah, I'm going to keep my distance from Shydov and I'm going to... Uh, are you stuck? I'm in G6, right? Uh, you are at uh, J6. J6. Okay, so I think I'm inside the firewall. Right. You are inside the firewall, but you may have a short-range teleport ability, I believe. I do, if that I you... get hit. Yeah. You have to get hit for it to be active? Yes. There, I have Wait. a thing where basically if I get hit, I can teleport, but as uh, I said, I'm, st- I'm stuck right now. Smack yourself. Also, hit yourself in I the also... face. <laughs> get, put your hand in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I also know that Shydock has also a so I need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually approach. I'm not gonna get within striking range of the claws. But I'm, I'm gonna step five feet forward and just say, "We don't have to do this. If you let us help you, that's all we need, uh, Ildov. You can fight it with us." And I'm gonna ready an Eldritch blast. If they move, I'm blasting them backwards. Okay. So you have readied the action to uh, yeah. fire an Eldritch blast. Cool. Uh, Ildov. Mm-hmm. What's up, girl? What you oh, doing? Oh, you know, just chilling. <laughs> Waiting to cut off a dwarf's head. Yeah. Same, same. Um, let's see here. What to do? So your Olash play toy ran away. <laughs> but now you've <laughs> got her. this little little dark dwarfy guy. Yeah, so cute. Um. And I don't look like I did before. 
No. Uh, no. There's something different about him. Something dark and mysterious. Which normally I would be into, but right now I do not have time. Okay? <laughs> I have more important things on my mind. Do and you? you are standing in my way. Do you? Uh, yeah, I do. You Wait, sure? how far away is he? Uh, he is 15 feet away from you, so not in your range unless you move. At least not in your melee range, I should say. So... Well, I'm going to have to Eldritch Blast him, first and foremost. Yeah, I'll allow it. Can this be dueling Eldritch Blasts? <laughs> well, technically you readied your action for a very specific case in which she moves. This is not movement. That's a so 21. She, she doesn't move her arms? That's not what you said. You said if she That's moves fine. her position. So a 21 to hit. It definitely hits. Yeah, that hits. Uh, so 2d10 plus charisma. Lindsay, don't try not... Try, don't hit him. Oh. Mm, that's a, uh, math. 12. Okay. So 12 points of force damage. Sounds good. Uh, and do you want to move? Or are you going to stay put? I'm staying put. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> it ain't your turn. Um, I, I yeah. could actually technically move. That's I true. You hit, could. So that's right. So but I wasn't don't, talking. Don't get at me. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to s- step close enough to Pincer. You, you fall in the uh, river. You, it's it's just a stream. <laughs> she still falls. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, Yarfik, you're ready to action. Yep. That's a nat 20. Natural 20. No, that doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using um, Repelling Blast with this as well, so she's going to be blasted back, what, 5 or 10 feet, I think? Uh, I think it's 10. So roll your, what is it, 2d10 times 2. So that is... 24 plus, plus 1. So, okay. twi- so. so 24, 25. So 25 points of force damage. Uh, and as you go to step forward, you are also, from the force of this blast, pushed backward. You actually hit the wall. Oh, and sort God. of bounce off of oh it my a little God. bit. <laughs> uh, I said to stay put. You take an extra 4 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. As you get the pachinko treatment. Does she stay in F2? Uh, yeah, it d- essentially blasts her right back to F2. Got it. Uh, now, Eowyn. Yes. So, I, uh, before, I'm, I'm thankful that... What? Before you do anything... What? Uh, as you are in that position behind the bushes, uh, you hear footsteps approaching behind you. Oh. Um, would you like to turn to look? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to be scared. It's okay. This is a I'm good scared. Thing. This is a good okay. thing. Uh, you turn and look, uh, and approaching you, it's sort of like a like a half run, uh, are four half run. a half run, uh, <laughs> like a careful run because they they can't quite see what's going on, but they see the wall of fire. Uh, are four of the professors? Uh, you see Professor Ruo'u, who is the uh, Dragonborn Professor of Illusions. Right. Uh, you see uh, Professor Tylo, who is the half-orc divination professor that you all met earlier. Uh, you see Professor Candidio, who is the gnomish professor of transmutation. Uh, and you see Professor Whisperwind, or sorry, Professor Wind Whisper, uh, who is the necromancy professor. Wow. Uh, okay. How far away from me are they now? Uh, they are about 30 feet away from me. They're in shouting Ooh, distance. They're in shouting distance. Uh, 
great. I here's what I'm going to do. Um, my movement is my movement's 30 feet, so um, I'm going to do a couple things. I am going to do what I was going to do before I knew this information, because I still believe I have time to do it. Oh snap! Well, I guess I have to cast it a third level because I'm at a second level. I was going to cast Flaming Spear in the square that Ildov was in. Okay. Uh, can I? Oh, uh, wait, I can't. Wait, can I? 5, 10, 15, 20, 60. Oh, I can't. I can cast it near to her and then move it to her on my next turn because I don't have it close enough. But I'm going to cast um, Flaming Sphere okay. in D4, basically, is as close as I can get because that's 60 feet away from where I am right now. Gotcha. Um, and then that's going to be right there. Yep. for this time being, and on my next turn, I would move it. Um, and then I'm going to turn, run to the professors, and uh, hold up the book and say, like, this needs to be as far away from this demon as possible. She's using this to block, you know, and I, I explain the whole deal. Um, if you, if, I don't know, which, whichever one of you can teleport this, I don't know, just get this get this away from here. Okay, and they, um, that's the end of that for now. Yes. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we go back to the top of the order, uh, and all the professors are going to go on Professor Wigglebarrow's turn, just for the sake of ease. Solidarity. Uh, exactly, solidarity. Um, so Professor Wigglebarrow, continuing his march forward, he's sort of just outside the uh, the bound of the, the wall of fire that he created, um, is going to... Um, uh, he is going to... Yes, this is what he's going to do. He is going to, uh, inside the Wall of Fire, so between the Wall of Fire and the regular wall that bounds the school itself, um, he uh, sort of lifts his hands, palms up, and then, like, crumples his fingers inward, forming two fists, and says, Shaladi Haskadafor! And the air, uh, the ground inside the flames uh, begins to rumble as if there was oh a God. very pointed earthquake happening right inside. So, uh, I need, uh, let me see what these, uh, dexterity saves from uh, Yarfik and Shida. 17. Okay. Six. 17 and six. So, neither of you save. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, since he does have spell sculpting, he can um, essentially, Yarfik, you get like a freebie on the save. He can he can sculpt it around you so it doesn't do full damage. So uh, this is 3d12. Oh, God. Uh, so that's just 12 points of bludgeoning damage total. Uh, so that's 12 points to Shydov. Although, Shydov, remember, you do have advantage on saves against magical effects. Oh, right. I forgot. Uh, Yarfik, you'll only take six points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, wait. So I can roll again, yeah? You can roll again, yes. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Got the exact same thing. Okay, cool. That answers that question. So, there we go. Uh, so, 12 so points 12 of damage points? to okay. you. Um, okay. And uh, all of the terrain within that area is now difficult terrain because there's, like, rock jutting up, uh, which means it takes... Uh, twice as much movement to move every distance. So you can treat all of the squares as 10-foot squares now. Okay. See, we got there eventually. Now we do have some 10-foot squares. <laughs> uh, so that is what um, 
what Wigglebarrow does. Uh, the other professors, uh, hearing what Eowyn uh, has said about getting the book, they all grasp the book uh, and uh, well, Professor... Not all of you. Okay. <laughs> you know, all, all four of them take the book and they start fighting over it. And there's like a fist fight. Why? Um, no. And uh, then... Uh, out of nowhere, one of them just throws like a bucket of water on one of the other ones, and oh, no. their robe gets really tight against their body, and it's <laughs> oh um, it's very confusing. No, none of that happens. Uh, they they as a group uh, take the book, and Professor Tylo, the divination professor, is the one who takes it and says, "I will I will take I will away with this book," and she grabs it. Um, and then, uh, very familiar to you, Aon, she casts Dimension Door, um, and you can see her appear far off. You just see this little, like, puff of purple light as she steps off way, way past the other edge of the Quandutch field. <laughs> uh, nice. The other three professors step forward uh, to assess the situation and see what's going on. Um, and and they sort of turn to you and they go, it's it's inside the firewall. It's inside the firewall. That's right. There's also a, a friendly dwarf in there, so careful not to hit him. <laughs> um, so, uh, what am I, chop liver? <laughs> yeah. You're not uh, in there yet. Uh, he's yeah, he's over. He's just not on the ground. Oh, okay. Uh, there's also a, there's also a friendly <laughs> there's also a friendly human up in there. Be careful not to hit him. He's yes. the one who's on fire. So, uh, Professor Wind Whisper uh, just moves her full movement forward. Uh, putting her about 10 feet outside of the fire. Uh, Professor... Uh, so she's in what square? Sorry. She is in... Sorry, that is uh, G11. Okay. Uh, and then Professor Ruo'u uh, is going to do the same. Uh, so he also steps forward, uh, and that puts him at C11. Okay. And Thank Professor you. Candidio... Uh, moves forward, uh, not his full movement, uh, just a regular, a regular move. So he's at about, uh, puts up like E14, and he uh, raises his staff in his left hand and points forward with his right, and says, "Grashala," and he casts a fun little ditty uh, that I like to call Reverse Gravity. Oh, Jesus. And I call it that because that's the name of the spell. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> a clever nickname, yeah. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Pumanife at teampumanife.com. Please rate the show, review the show, and subscribe the show. Then, support the show over at patreon.com slash IWVTCast or by going to dumpstattees.com and picking up a sweet t-shirt using the promo code IWPOD. You can also edit the show. Wait, that one doesn't really make sense. That's my job. Uh, wiki the show? Sure. Wiki the show at iwvt.fandom.com by updating our magic word list, our character info, and episode outlines. The Improvised Weapons metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is on Bandcamp, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you might go looking for it. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. 
To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime. Or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time to find out just what this spell Reverse Gravity does. I, for one, have no idea. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>